How many are excited to be in the house today? I know, I know, yes. We're excited to hear what the Lord has to say, amen? We want to hear the word of the Lord today. I want to hear the word of the Lord. We want to hear the word of the Lord together. Father, in Jesus' name, Lord, we just release a blessing over this offering right now, the tithes and the offerings that your people have given. Father, we declare that you will open, as your word says, the windows of heaven, pour out a blessing that cannot be contained. Father, bless those that have given, bless those that could not give. Father, bless them as we say in this house, equally, Father, in Jesus' name, open doors, Lord, of employment and provision in the name of Jesus. Supply every need in Jesus' name. We accept it and we receive receive it. How many receive it? Amen. Raise your hand. I receive it. Say it. Declare it. I receive it, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay, so we got that out of the way, and now here we go, right? Let's move. Thank you, Lord. So as I was preparing for this time, Father, I pray that you would anoint your word Father, I pray that your word is released in your power, Lord, your power, your demonstration. Lord, that there are things that will occur in the spirit realm, Father, that we have not seen before. Father, I declare fresh revelation, new revelation, power release, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So... The scripture that the Lord gave me was out of the book of Isaiah, chapter 45. We're going to run around a little bit, but not too much, because I have a, a weight in my spirit concerning this word. So we're going to declare it in this house. Now, before I go to that, I'm going to ask you to do something, something that the Lord put upon my heart as I was waiting uh, to come up here. I want you to stand with me for a moment. We're going to make a declaration. Now listen, we know that declaration is the highest form of prayer. We know that declaration is speaking the word of God and, and letting, it, letting it go into the atmosphere creates faith-filled atmosphere and releases the power of God in lives, nations, homes, families. So I want to release this declaration. I'd like you to raise your hand. Jesus, Lord, Father, you don't have to repeat after me. You are the only answer to the darkness. You are the only right among the wrong. Lord, we declare that you're the only hope among the chaos. Lord, we declare that you are the voice that calls me onward. Lord, we declare that you are louder than any lie the enemy would speak. Lord, we declare that our sword is in every fight. We declare, God, that the truth will chase away the night. We declare your name is power over darkness. We declare freedom for the captives. We declare mercy for the broken and the hopeless. We declare your name is faithful in the battle. We declare glory. You receive the glory in the struggle. We declare that mighty are you and you will never let us down and you will never fail us. We declare that your name is power, that the name of Jesus is power, that you will have the name that is above all names. 
Alice. Your name is majestic. Your name defeated the enemy. Your name is lifted up. Your name is high in the heavens. Your name shall cause every knee to bow, every tongue to confess that you are Lord. We declare your name in Jesus' name. We declare that it is written that for us hope is certain. We declare that, that your word will never fail because your word is established in the heavens. We declare that you are over every situation. We speak the power to prevail into our lives. We speak that you are louder than any lie. We declare your name today in touch heaven campfire church we declare your name to those that are watching online we declare your name to the nations that are touched by this ministry we declare your name your name now say it with me Jesus 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 amen amen now give them a hand give them a clap offering thank you father you can sit down. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Father. Thank you, Father, for the release of faith in this house. Thank you, Father, for the release of power in this house. Thank you, Father, that you have given us scripture, Lord. And the Father, through this, you're going to show us. You're going to reveal yourself. You're going to move by your spirit. Isaiah chapter 45 and we know that many times this first verse has been used for, for our president and called forth in the prophetic that that's what he was or is. But we're going to take it from just the word of God. And it says, the, thus says the Lord to Cyrus, his anointed, whom I have taken by the right hand to subdue nations before him and to loose the loins of kings, to open doors before him so that gates will not be shut. I will go before you and I will make the rough places smooth. I will shadow the doors of bronze and cut through their iron gates, their iron bars. I will give you the treasures of darkness and hidden wealth of secret places. Why? In order that you may know that it is I, the Lord, the God of Israel, who calls you by your name. Listen to me. He says, I, in verse 1, I will open doors before him so that gates will not shut. There's a difference between a door and a gate. In our lives, there is a difference between doors and gates. We can have a key and it can unlock a door, but the gate opens wide. And when the gate is opening wide, we have access that we did not have access to before because it's a gate. It's a gate of a city. It's a gate of a nation. It's a gate of generations. It's gates that God opens before us. He doesn't just open a door. No, he says it's time to extend our tent pegs, go in through. We can knock on the door. We can have a key for the door. But when God breaks 
breaks open the door, he opens the door and he breaks the gates, then it's time to move. And it's not time for us to move just in a small section or area. You see, there's some things in our lives that the Lord wants to shift and change. He wants to cause us to stretch and to move. Sometimes we get settled in the place where we are. There's no stretching if we're settled. You know what's if we're settled? If we're settled, we're sitting and we're not moving. In order to move through some gates, we have to be willing to stretch out of some places. We have to move. He says in the word of God, he says, I'll go before you and I'll make the rough places smooth. The focus cannot be on the battle, the struggle, the problem, the sickness. The focus must be on the Lord. He goes before us. He goes before us. We sang songs. He's the one who is the God of battles. You see, when we come into things in our lives, we look at them and we wonder, you know, when is this going to shift? How is that going to change? Our thoughts are not his thoughts. He says, my thoughts are not your thoughts. Most of the time, our thoughts are in the present tense. We look at where we are. We have a tendency to become bogged down where we are. This is a house of faith. We move strongly in the gift of faith. We move strongly in healings and miracles. If we are willing to settle, we will never receive. Do you hear me? We will not because we've already settled it that that's where we are. Sometimes those iron gates and those doors are what is inside of our own thinking patterns that need to shift. They need to shift out of something and shift into something. Why? Because God has a plan. He is preparing us for what he has for us. What, what do we say at Touch Heaven? For we are what? Preparing the way for the coming of the Lord. If we are preparing the way, how many know God's going to prepare us? We have to be prepared. And so in our preparation, the Lord says, I'm going to go before you and I'm going to make the rough places smooth. That calls for some transformation. Transformation in our lives meant to change us. Fire, if you throw something in the fire, all of the dross is going to come up to the top. You see, God is changing the landscape of our lives. And he is changing where it's rough. And he's saying, I'm smoothing it out. How many are going through some struggles today? Be willing. He's taking those rough places and he's smoothing them out. But we have to receive it and accept it by faith. We can't just say it. There's power in the word of God. There's power in declarations. There's power in speaking the word. Because when we are declaring, we are aligning ourselves up with what the word of God says. If we're speaking negative, we're not aligning ourselves up. 
We have to align ourselves up. The declaration says, Lord, you and I, we come in agreement. Healing is mine. We come in agreement. Miracles are ours. We come in agreement. The word of knowledge is released. We come in agreement. Deliverance is a children's bread. We come in agreement that you are making a way where there seems to be no way. We come in agreement that there shall be restoration in families. We come in agreement with these things. It is God's will, his plan, and his purpose. We must agree. Declarations are agreements. And he says, I'm going to shatter the doors of bronze and cut through their iron gates. That word shatter, it means to break or to cause to break suddenly and violently. How many want to suddenly from the Lord? How many need some gates to break from the Lord? How many need the Lord to suddenly move and violently tear those gates down? He's the breaker. What does Micah 2.13 tell us? Micah chapter 2 and verse 13. Could you put it up on the screen, please? Micah 2.13. There it is. The breaker is gone up before them. They have broken forth, passed on to the gate, and are gone out thereat. And their king is passed on before him, before them. And Jehovah is the head of them. You see, he's the Lord, the breaker. He goes before us. He breaks through for us. He straightens the path. And then he calls us forth to follow him. No matter what you see going on today, no matter how you feel about circumstances, let me tell you, we just had a declaration. The enemy will lie. Your flesh will lie. Don't fall. Follow it. Follow Jesus Christ. Look, let your eyes be on him because he's the one that is breaking forth on your behalf. It doesn't matter what it looks like. You know, I thought about this as I was preparing. I thought about a daddy, a daddy. You know, some of us had daddies and some of us didn't. So some of us had no comparison at times. We didn't know what a father should do. But you know, how many know, I heard my grandson saying to his friend one time, well, my dad could do this. And I heard his friend say, well, my dad could do this. And then I heard my grandson say, well, my dad can do this. And then this, his friend looked and he goes, yeah, but my dad could do this. And it came back to my memory. How about my dad? My dad can do all things. Amen. How about your dad? How about your Abba father? Is there anything too difficult for the Lord? No, there isn't. And he's our father. And he wants to pour out those blessings, the comfort, the care, the, the ministry. He wants to break open those things. Why? Because we're going to brag on our daddy. You see, we can't do it. It's not by might. It's not by power. But it's by my spirit, says the Lord. And it's him that does it. He's the breaker. He goes through and he breaks through. He breaks through Iron gates, iron bars, bronze. Bronze is harder than brass. I did a little study on it. It's a metal that has high 
strength and it is shock resistant, but it cannot stand before the hand and the power of Almighty God. No matter what gate, no matter what uh, door is before you, it cannot stand. It must submit to the Lord God Almighty. He said, now this is the part I really love. He said, I'm going to give you some treasures of darkness and hidden wealth of secret places. We look at that and, and instantly people will think that that only has to do financially. But you know, he's hidden and he'll take us and he'll hide us in Psalm 91. They that dwell in the secret place of the Most High will dwell under the shadow of the Almighty. When you're under a shadow, you're hid, but the shadow covers you. So it becomes darker when you're in the shadow. Oh my, what's released in the shadow? The shadow of the Almighty. He says that he's going to give us things that are out of the darkness, hidden things that have already been, re they're released in heaven. We don't see them sometimes with our natural eye. We have to see them in the spirit realm. That's what faith is. When we are looking for an answer from the Lord, when we are depending on him to speak, when we are saying, Lord, I don't know exactly what way, which way, what is happening here. You know, the answer is there. He releases that wisdom. He releases that knowledge. He releases that deposit inside of us that has already been ordained in heaven. Let thy kingdom come, let thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So his, his heavenly realm has already have the deposit and it is drawn down to us as we are walking in the spirit and receiving it. So if you need wisdom today, if you need direction, he said, this is the way. He said, I'm going to whisper and I'm going to say, this is the way, walk ye in it. Some of us have to hear the voice of God. Will you lay your hand on your ears today? Father, we activate spiritual hearing right now, Father, in the name of Jesus. Let there be a quickening of hearing your voice, Father, as never before. Father, and another, I declare, they will not follow. Father, we declare that their sensitivity, the, the fine-tuning of spiritual hearing will come upon your people, Father, right now in the name of Jesus. Amen. So as he is, as, he, as we need, he says, I'll give you treasures, treasures, things that are so valuable that in the earthly realm, there's nothing that can compare. Treasures, revelation, understanding release of answers to prayer, finances, treasures that are hidden, treasures that are hidden. And what does the New Testament tell us? It says that there are tr hidden treasures in Christ. They're all hidden in him. And he is at the right hand of the Father.
So we see that those hidden treasures are there, but they're ours. So I say, Lord, let us go to the treasure chest. Let's receive what it is that we need. Let, let us call it forth in the name of Jesus. Whatever the need is, is it a need for healing? Then we call it forth. Is it a need for generations to return, to, to come forth, to come back? Then we call it forth. Is it a need because there are things that need to be, a back's need healed? There's a spinal condition. Uh, is there a need in a spine? Then God, we call it forth because you have treasuries in heaven that are ours. You see, we close, we close our eyes sometimes to that because we become, as I said in the beginning, we become settled in a certain way. I was sharing with someone about the charismatic movement. We talk about it here, the charismatic movement, the Pentecostal movement, the, the movements of God. But we can't stay in a mindset of a movement. We cannot. We must move with the moving of the Holy Spirit. And if that means that we have to submit our mindset and our patterns to him so that we can move forward, because listen, if we do not submit our mindset and our patterns to him and allow him to do the transformation inside of us, there's no way to extend the border. There's no way, because we are stuck where, where God doesn't want us to be stuck. He has so much more. He is preparing us for such a time as this. And we have to be willing to go. I'm going to say something, and, and, and the reason I'm going to say it is because sometimes we become stuck in that place, and it becomes an idol to us our own thinking at times. Father, I take authority now over those mindsets, Lord, that would hinder your people from moving forward, that would hinder, hinder God, that would blind, that would stop the forward progress and movement of your people. Father, we thank you that you break down every mindset that is not aligned up with you in Jesus' name. And you release your power, you release vision, now. You release the, the movement. You release that there's an enlargement of tents. You release the tent pegs to go farther and to go wider and to go higher and to go deeper in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. You receive that today. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. So he says, why does he do this? The hidden wealth of secret places. There's nothing more. There's nothing better than being in the secret place of the Lord. There's nothing more comforting, rewarding, growing, understanding than to be in his presence, to rest in his presence, and to allow his presence to move through us and do what only he can do. We sang about forgiveness. We sang about doors being broken down. We sang about walls coming down. 
And in his presence, when the Holy Spirit covers us, and when he envelops us, and when he touches us, he heals us without a man laying hands on us. He speaks to us a word of encouragement that we haven't heard in a long time. He builds us up in the spirit. He speaks intimately because he's intimately acquainted with us. It should be Jesus. The, the first word in our, in our mouth should be, I praise you, Lord. The first word should be, Lord, I give you this day. The first word should be light my fire if you need your fire lit. The first word should be Lord give me the strength I need. Father I praise you because this is the day that you have made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. There's a deepness that God is wanting us to go to. There's a shifting. There's a change. We have to do it. We have to move in the flow of the Spirit of God. It is not going to happen by flesh. It will not happen if we just choose to will it. It has to happen by the power of God inside of us. Greater is he that is within us than he that is within the world. We have to know that and recognize that. You know what? Trials and tribulation is not meant to break us. It's meant to make us. Okay? It's not. There's change that takes place in the trials and tribulation, and God gives us the victory, but guaranteed we're going to change through it. That's what transformation is all about. We become more and more and more like him. This house is a house of transformation. It carries the mantle of transformation. It is an anointing and a call and an assignment that God has put upon this house. There is no one that has come into this house that has sat under the teaching in this house that has not been changed. It's because of the power of God, the call of God, the anointing of God, the fulfillment of that anointing and of that mantle that is upon this house. I spoke with someone just the other day. They've only attended for about three weeks and they already see the transformation taking place. We carry a breaker anointing. Can you say, listen, you carry a breaker anointing. You carry a breaker anointing. The breaker is within you. Speak to those situations. Speak to those circumstances. Speak to that mountain. Speak to that sickness. Speak to it in the name of Jesus. Yes, we come to the pastor. Yes, we come to the elders. Yes, we know what the Bible says and we depend on that. But there is a time and a season that God is saying, come on, church. Come on, body. Flex those muscles. You know why? Because I'm, I'm not coming here to have somebody who's got some, some muscles that need to be, you know, exercised. Hello. Oh, forgive me. But exercise, all right? He's coming. He's coming for someone who's willing to make those stretches and allow God to put the body together. He has assigned each and every one of you to do what he has called you to do. You carry anointings upon your life. You carry power inside of you. You are a canister of power. Say, I'm a canister of power. Greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. And the greater glory goes to He's, You know, we have to depend upon the Holy Spirit to lead and to guide. When the Lord said, I'm the God of Israel and the God who calls you by your name. You see, 
The body is individual parts. What is God doing? God is doing a, a mighty work within the body of Christ today. He's doing a mighty work. And with that mighty work, there's, a, there's an assault. There's a mighty assault. But the assault doesn't stop people on the front line. Neither does it stop those that are pushing ahead, whether you're the first, second, third, or fourth. You might be a general. You might be a sergeant. You might be a, a lieutenant. You might be a foot soldier. But, but your rank is your rank. And, and our place is our place. And as we push forward, we are going to be assaulted because there is an assault but the lord doesn't we don't get down in the assault we press through the assault we go with what we go with the name of the lord who is our strong tower we go with the power of god we don't allow those thoughts those thoughts have you ever had thoughts that they will just race and race and, and it's over and over and over again those assaulting thoughts, we have to take authority over those because we don't rest in that whirlwind. You see what I'm saying? We don't allow that to, to uh, happen. We take authority over that. And we set a guard over our heart. We close the gates. We close the doors. We batten it down. And we do not allow the enemy to use anything against us of what is happening. The, the first thing that would happen, even in our physical, is that if we look at something and we believe a report, whose report will you believe? We need to believe the report of the Lord. Today, God has a report for us as he's preparing the body of Christ. He's saying, flex your muscles, people. You're my bride, and, and you are those that are preparing the way for the coming of the Lord. I've given you everything that you need for this battle. I've given you the victory over the battle. The Lord said that, that he has called us, each one individual, members of one body, individually. And we have to put our hand to the plow and do the things that he has called us to do. This house is a house to prepare you for what God has given you to do. It's a house that is preparing you for what God has given you to do. For each one of you has an assignment of the Lord. And he's, this scripture that I read, it's not just for an overall coverall. You can take this scripture and you can apply it to every situation of your life. And you can say, God, I know that I'm called to ministry. I know I need to minister. Then minister. You can say, Lord, I know I'm supposed to go out and I'm supposed to help youth. Then help youth. It's, it, the, God will make a way where there seems to be no way. And there's some shifting that has to take place. So if we shift into the perfect alignment with what he has, then we're going to be in the perfect alignment of where the body needs to be. If my back is out, then I'm going to favor my leg. I'm going to favor my foot. My shoulder might bother me. So if you're the back, align up so that the whole body comes into alignment. We all have a part to play. We do. And it's only because God wants to do great and mighty things so that we, he will know, the world will know his name. We will glorify him. He is the king of kings. He is the Lord of lords. And he makes a way where there seems to be no way. Now the scripture tells us, that power, 
for the, for the word of the Lord does not consist in word, but in power. There's some power that needs to be released. There's some power. John the Baptist said it well. He said, I must decrease and he must increase. So within us, no matter what we feel, no matter how right we think we are at times, we have to yield to the power of the Holy Spirit. We have to be those that, that clay in the potter's hand because he knows everything and he knows. Isn't it interesting that when Jeremiah talked about the potter and the clay, that he said, that the Lord had a right to make it into another vessel. If you read the scripture, it said that the Lord made it into a vessel and then he had a right to make it into another vessel. So the Lord is molding us and who we were and where we were is not the vessel now. He's making us a new vessel so that we can carry new wine so that we have a fresh anointing. I feel the power of God. A fresh anointing, a new anointing. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. And I want to speak to those that are out there that are saying, and even online that are saying, but everything seems to be the same and it doesn't feel new. I take you back to the declaration. Declare the new, even if you don't see it with physical eyes. Declare the new because God will honor his word every time persevere be persistent but declare the new even when your flesh says I can't declare the new set a guard O Lord over my mouth that I might not sin against you set a guard O Lord over my mouth why because if I'm gonna speak something that I see in the with my natural eye then I'm just gonna cause some whirlwind to continue around it's just gonna be a circle it's gonna be a pattern it's gonna be a habit no somebody gotta break it and it's gonna be the Lord and it's going to be you working with him to break that and how does it happen it comes out of our mouth so shall my word be says the Lord it shall accomplish what I send it to accomplish. It will be established in the earth. There is power in the word of God. There is power in what we declare and decree. If we look at something and we continue to call it negative, it will not accomplish the positive that God has for us in our lives. We must look at it a step above the natural realm. Go, if all you can do is one rug, if, if that's all we can do is one rung above the natural realm, then take the step. We got to take the step because then we have to declare those things that are not as though they are. And God will honor his word and he will move. He will break through doors. He will break through iron gates and he will destroy because he will move everything out of the way and make it clear and make the path straight. How many need a breakthrough today? How many need a breakthrough? Amen. He's the God of breakthrough. I'm going to close in a minute. We're going to have some altar time. Just watching the 
I think my, I don't know what time it is, but I guess it doesn't really matter right now. So, then we have, there's a scripture that I wanted to share, and it's uh, 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 1 and verse 26, I believe. 1 Corinthians 1, 26. <clears throat> there it is. For you see your calling, brothers and sisters, how that not many were wise men after the flesh, not many mighty, not many noble. I'm going to actually read it out of my Bible um, because I don't want to give you my head. Rather, keep it straight. Verse 26. For consider your calling. This is Paul talking to the Corinthian church. We just heard an in-depth teaching in, on, on the books of Corinthians. He said, uh, consider your calling. Can you take a moment and consider your calling? Do you even understand that you have a calling? Do you understand that there is a mantle upon you? That, you have a that God has a plan and a destiny? You have a calling. You have a calling. That there were not many wise. I can agree with that. According to the flesh, I can agree with that. Not many mighty, I can agree with that. How many can agree? Not many noble, hey, that's right. But God has chosen the foolish things of the world to shame the wise. God has chosen the weak things of the world to shame the things which are strong. And the base things of the world and the despised. Some of us have come out of a lot of stuff that God has saved us from. We understand the meaning of this scripture. Things that, are, that God has chosen, the things that are not, that he might nullify the things that are. There's the breaker anointing. He's saying, I'm going to bring some things into play here that, that you have some established things, but I'm going to break those down because I'm going to show you how it's done. It's not done in the old. It's done in the new. I'm making new creatures out of my church. I'm making a new creation. It's a new creation. It's not an old. The old has passed away. He said that no man should boast before God. But by his doing, we, you are in Christ Jesus, who became to us wisdom from God. He became to us righteousness. We're learning about that. Sanctification and redemption. He became to us all those things. Paul goes on in 1 Corinthians 2. I love this scripture. In verse 2, he said, For I determined to know nothing among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. That's what our calling is. Jesus Christ, him crucified, resurrected from the dead. And I was with you in weakness. Fear and trembling is what Paul was saying. Because what was Paul saying? And my message, my preaching were not in persuasive words of wisdom. I didn't use my own flesh to try to convince you about Christ. I didn't use my own flesh. I depended upon the demonstration of the power of God. This demonstration of the Spirit of the Lord who brings liberty. The demonstration of power because he's the God of power. The demonstration. He heals. He delivers. He sets free. He changes men's hearts. He brings into salvation. He is a mighty God. He said, I'm depending not on myself, not on the flesh, and neither should you. Depend on the demonstration of the Spirit of God and the power of God that breaks every chain. 
His name is great and greatly to be praised. What did he say in verse 5? That your faith should not rest on the wisdom of men, but on the power of God. We're going to, we operate in power in this house. I want you to stand to your feet today. Stand up. There are people in here. I saw your hands. You're saying, I need a change. I need a breakthrough. I need a touch. I want to ask those uh, pastors to come up and the leaders that usually come up and minister at this altar. I want you to just stand at the altar. We're going to release some things. We're going to call some people forth. We're going to see God do great things. Whoever's having barriers, they're going to, you're going to be the first to come in line. Whoever's having a barrier, you've been pounding and you've been wanting and you've been looking for something to change and to shift that's going to open doors. And it looks impossible. It looks impossible with the natural eye, but it's not impossible. I want you at home that if you're watching this, touch that screen. Because listen, there's no time in or distance in the Spirit of God. Just as He's moving here, He's moving there. I declare the power of God will fall upon you where you are and that the Lord will set you free in Jesus' name. I come against that mental illness that is plaguing someone right now. Someone is struggling with depression and in Jesus' name we break the spirit of depression and mental illness off of you in Jesus' name. And we come in agreement with the word of the Lord that says he whom the Son sets free is free indeed and God has not given you a spirit of fear but of power love and a sound mind those are declarations do you understand take the word of God and declare right now right now those that have obstacles in front of them we're gonna deal with that first you've been trying you've been hitting against a wall there's a brass door there's gates that won't open you need a breakthrough who needs a breakthrough? The breaker? The breakthrough comes first. Breakthrough. Come on, my sister. You need a breakthrough. God's going to give you a breakthrough today. Yes. You need a breakthrough. God's going to give you a breakthrough today. Dawn, somebody needs to get behind her. Thank you, Father.